You're listening to Wednesday Wonders on the Mutual Audio Network. Be amazed. The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences. was an impossible challenge set before him by a demanding master, one he was destined to fail, and with that failure he would lose the way of his martial discipline perhaps forever. And this his master of the monastery knew when he set before him this challenge. Varjo the Acolyte stared at the candle. He regulated his breathing and emptied his mind. He rolled his master's words over in his mind. Your way out lies on the other side. Do not let the candle reflect any part of you. He sat in the long room that was dark except for a single candle in its center. He sat in the darkness. His side of the room was in shadow, as was the opposite side. In the middle burned a single candle set on a bowl. The only door in the room was behind him, and it had been locked. The master had laid down a challenge for him, and Varjo pondered its parameters. Clearly, the candle's light encompassed the entirety of the center of the long room. He could not creep around the candle and still avoid its light. Was he to extinguish the candle without stepping into its illumination? No. The candle and its light was meant to be an obstacle avoided, not defeated. It would not be a challenge to upend a candle or quench its light. One cannot quench the sun to solve one's own obstacles. Your way out lies on the other side. Something on the far side of the room allowed his egress. He had to get to the far side in some way without allowing the light to touch him. He had to be a shadow. He had to be the darkness. Perhaps that was the answer. Perhaps he could enshroud himself in darkness and be able to pass through without the light falling upon him. This would take discipline. He would need to be able to command the darkness. He took his eyes away from the candle and instead turned into the black void behind him. He kept his breathing even and opened his mind. He reached out with his awareness and, with his will, attempted to call upon the emptiness to surround him. He directed it to enshroud him so that he would be immune to the flickering light that lay between him and his objective. He inhaled darkness, and he breathed it out. So acute did he sense it that he felt his body temperature lower, almost imperceptibly. When he had affirmed to his mind that he had fulfilled his will, he turned around to face the candle. And then when he moved forward, when he breathed, He looked to see the light become dimmer for the shadow he exuded, but it was not so. The candle remained stubbornly bright, and it did not diminish when he attempted to manipulate the darkness to his will. Know then, not command the darkness, but perhaps commune with it, to become one with the shadows. Instead of affecting the darkness to be bent to his will, he would succumb to the darkness and join with it. 
Varjo listened to his breathing again and turned his mind to the darkness of his surroundings. All that he was, his body, his being, he let slip away and he let the darkness become him. He felt the shadows flow into him and fill him up until he was nothing and the shadows were everything. Upon opening his eyes, Varjo found himself in complete darkness. The shadows around him swirled and flowed through him. He felt himself to be weightless, but he still had his form. He stood up and looked around. The shadows coalesced in front of him in the form of a doorway. And as he ventured his formless hand in front of him, the door gave way to him. He stepped forward, though he could only feel himself floating in that direction. He breathed in one more time and plunged forward through the doorway. What opened up before him was a dim area swirling with shadow like a dark fog. It obscured everything around him, but when he held his gaze for a moment, he could pierce through the shadows and see farther into the dark mists. After a short moment, he saw before him, in the vague distance, another doorway, and he moved toward it. As he got closer, it became less obscure, and he got a sense of the distance from him and its size and shape. Eventually, he arrived at the doorway and stood before it, or rather, floated in front of it. Again, he set his hand in front of him, and though he did not feel himself touching the door, it gave way before him. He pressed himself forward as the darkness gave way, and in the next moment the all-present fog disappeared, and he found himself again in the material surroundings. But now the candle was behind him, and after a moment of confusion he discovered he was now standing in the shadows on the other side of the room. Varjo took in a sudden breath at the realization and surveyed his surroundings. Against the wall, he could see a small wooden table, and upon it lay a metal key. He recognized it as belonging to the locked door on the other side of the room. He picked it up. He would need to avoid the candle again to be able to apply the key to the door and make his egress from the room and finish his challenge. In his mind, he retraced his actions which brought him into the shadow world and the doorways which allowed him to bypass the candle in the center of the room. The challenge was won. He had many questions for his master and much practice at this new skill that he had just acquired. He felt at peace in the world of shadow. When he joined with it, he felt at once an exhilaration and an inner calmness. And this, also, his master knew when he set him his impossible challenge. For Varja, a whole new world had opened before him. You've been listening to Challenge of the Shadows, a Dungeons & Damsels short story side quest. Written and performed by David Ian. Sound engineering by Dino Elfwell. Sound design by David Ian. With music by Ron Perovich. Dungeons and Damsels is a sword and sorcery medieval fantasy series produced by Unchained Productions.